Thanks for tuning into this week's edition of the Four Downs Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. I'm your host, Chris. I appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. It's our first show in a couple weeks. So uh, without further ado, let's get right to our rundown for this week's Week 9 show. Uh, we're going to start off with our uh, trade deadline recap. And then we're going to do a midseason playoff and award predictions redo. And then we're going to do a return of our third and three segment. And then we're going to go over Week 9. So without any further delay, let's hop right into this. So let's talk about the... Uh, the trades that happened yesterday, quite a few actually. Well, the, the biggest one, we all know what that is. Yeah, Jay Ajayi yeah. getting traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I'm thrilled about that as an Eagles fan. And, um, as a the, Dolphins fan, I almost cried in my bed. You know, this was this was one of those trade deadlines that going in every year, it's like it's a lot of hype and nothing happens. You know, a couple years ago, you got Vernon Davis going to the Redskins from San Francisco. I think that was 2015. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, this year going in, you had a couple of trades, including one that happened on. Uh, Monday night with Jimmy Garoppolo getting traded to the from Niners. the uh, yeah. from the New England Patriots to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, this is going to be a ripple effect across the NFL. This is going to affect what's going to happen next year with Kirk Cousins in Washington mm-hmm. because and the draft too. And the draft because everybody thought that Kirk Cousins would reunite with Kyle Shanahan in in San Francisco. Now, that's not going to be the case anymore. Yeah. They got their franchise quarterback in Garoppolo. They hope um, you only have a two-game sample of what he's done, but he's been great right. with what he's worked with. The next step of what I see that's going to happen is San Francisco is going to dive into the draft this year. They're going to get some offensive help. Maybe oh, pick definitely. up a lineman or two. You got Joe Staley, who just got injured in this, this week's game, broken orbital bone. You're going to have them pick up maybe a left tackle, another guard, and then they're going to have to go weapon heavy. That's a team now you invest yeah. in the quarterback. You went out and traded. He's on, uh, I believe he's uh, on his final year of his contract, correct? He has Cousins? A, no, no, I'm oh, sorry, oh. Grappolo. Uh no yeah yeah it was so his final year. he's gonna get re-upped we know that mm-hmm. and they could tag him if he you know doesn't want to yeah. re-up and um they're gonna need to bring weapons around him I don't think Pierre Garcon is gonna be enough uh, no. Garrett Selleck is not enough and then you got Taylor Taylor showed some some shades of some goodness yep. but what do you know and we don't yet? know what's happening with Carlos Hyde either so yeah. uh one thing oh, I you mean um yeah Carlos Hyde Carlos Hyde yep yeah. <laughs> I, it's like one of those things where it's like you know. Will Hyde stay? Will they trade him at the end of the year? You know, I'd say, I'd say probably trade Hyde during the off season. Go out and get yourself a back too. And well, you got the backup in Breda. There's been a lot yeah, of yeah, talk of him, him yep. taking over the reins. So, I say they definitely in a draft now. They have to go after a top receiver and top receiver, and also protect a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now you got to get Jimmy G locked up to a long term deal, and you know, put pieces around him. This is the first good, in my opinion, first good quarterback they've had since Alex Smith. Kaepernick was a good quarterback, but he wasn't but, Jimmy uh, G potential. But the sample size for Garoppolo too isn't that much. We'll of course, see. and he could be a bust. And but now this is actually this is pretty good for San Francisco because now he'll probably finish out the next couple of the you know, the rest of the year and see what you get with him. I with, think if anything, they're going to start him yeah. in December. I think they'll give him a couple weeks to learn the playbook, take it slow, start him in December, see what you have mm-hmm. because you don't want to go into the off season needing to sign him, not knowing. Look, yeah. this could be another Matt Flynn thing. True. You know, Seattle True. gave Matt Flynn a lot of money, didn't play a single down because he wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, so that was a big first trade. And what else now with New England Patriots? You look on the opposite side. They don't have a backup. I think Hoyer signed with them today. Hoyer, yeah. But, is, I mean, if Brady goes down. Well, they're putting all their you know, chips on Brady. They're putting all their chips on Brady for healthy. this year. Yeah. Now, if they don't win that Super Bowl this year, you really got to look at yourself and say, you know, what's going to happen with this team? There was talks today, uh, reports on Twitter I was reading about uh, peers that are close to Bra- uh, Belichick think that, He's retiring soon. So that's one way to look at it. I think him and Brady personally go out together. 
Uh, I, I think that's that. going to be a com- combo thing. When and Brady's if, ready to go, Belichick's going to follow if, right out well, the door. That makes sense because look at how many years McDaniel's has stayed there. Maybe Brady told, I mean, um, Belichick told him, "Hey, stay here. And I got a couple heir. more years, and then you're going to be my heir apparent." Exactly. Yep. So uh, New England, they need to go out and get a quarterback as well because you cannot keep Brian Hoyer up there with those fans. They expect to have elite quarterback right. play. Um, whether that's maybe trading up for a Sam Darnold if he goes in the draft, who knows? But they need to do something because now Garoppolo was the next guy, and now and you don't know what's Jacoby going on. And Jacoby, too. And Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. And that's a kid who I think can start somewhere. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't stay in, in Indianapolis to start, if luck comes back, I think he's going to stay in him. Indy. I think he's going to stay I like in him. Indy. I think he's good. Yeah, he's decent. Decent guy. Uh, now we move on to uh, Philadelphia. That was the next big one. They traded a fourth-round draft pick for uh, Jay Ajayi, the running yeah. back from the Miami Dolphins. Now that kind of affects both of us. Ugh. You're a Dolphins fan. I'm an Eagles fan. Um, my initial reactions are, I think this is a good move. Uh, you look at the Eagles running back core. LeGarrette Blount is just signed this season only. You really don't know what you have with Wendell Smallwood yet because he's been banged up. He hasn't been able to play a long stretch of games. And he's not really been eye-popping in the games he does play in. Uh, rookie undrafted free agent uh, Corey Clement has been solid. But again, you don't know long-term if he can carry a load. Now with Jay Ajayi, what you see... Uh, and also with the Eagles' current running backs, Darren Sproles likely could retire at the end of the season. He's old. Yeah. So you needed to make a move now. Um, Jay Ajayi, I have been a Jay Ajayi fan since day one. I like his running style. He's a downfield bruiser. bruiser who also has quick feet, soccer background in England. He is going to come into the system maybe in a couple weeks. I, I expect him to start playing in the Dallas game. I don't think he's going to play this week. Yeah, I'm almost positive he'll, he'll be in Dallas in the Dallas game. Absolutely. And I see him and Blunt the rest of the season picking up at least 12 carries each game. They're going to split those carries. And then going into next year, he's on the final year of his contract. The Eagles are going to test him and see if he's worth giving another contract. Now, there mm-hmm. are, um, you know, he'll be the lead back next year, um, the feature back like Shady McCoy was. Now, you know, the big questions about him were, you know, his attitude and you know, he had a little bit of chemistry issues right. down in, in Miami. And then he had knee issues, they were saying, as well. He had, you know, uh, chronic knee injury in his yeah. right knee. Um, the way I see it with that is, um, you know, and I'm no doctor, but the way I see it is using logic. He hasn't had a knee injury since 2010. So that's seven years already plus. On top of that, he, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, he misses a day of practice every week. That's standard for most star running backs a lot Mm -hmm. of star running backs first off don't practice adam gase in miami is not going to straight come out and say well that's because of injury secondly if they were concerned about his knee he wouldn't have been averaging 19 carries per game over the past two seasons right you're not going to run a guy's knees out like that well well looking at a a a dolphin's perspective i want to i want it from a dolphin's perspective give me it i mean it seems with gase man if you don't get along with this system man it's his way or the highway which that's cancerous. True, that could, but who knows? It could work, but mostly, work. And mostly, and sounds most, like Chip Kelly to me. It, well, to some, it could sound like Chip yep. Kelly, but I've I been mean, on that train before. Hey, but you know what? We're still in the hunt. I okay, mean, and that's that was the biggest question for me. Yeah, you guys still have over five hundred records. That, what that is was, the point? That was my why. Four why and we, three. Why no we, reason to panic. Why are we doing this right now? We're four and three. We're in the hunt. I mean, you know that that big loss to the Ravens, man. You oh know, yeah, that was. But I don't. That's a bad loss. I don't but. think it was JHI's fault, but I guess Gase, you know, decided, hey, someone's taking the. That was bullet in England, for it. correct? No, Ravens. That was the Thursday one. Thursday that was the Thursday night game. I'm sorry. Yeah. We were. I was just reading. I was listening on the radio that um, they were talking about one of the one of the issues when the Dolphins went over to England, 
and Ajayi didn't really get the ball all that much, and he was upset because he was representing the country he came from. Now, that's understandable. You want to go out, yeah. and everybody in England likes you because you're the hometown guy. And uh, that was where a little bit of the chemistry problems came. Oh, well, you know, he's arguing with the well, coach. And and for the Dolphins, too, for it could have been our offensive line is not the best. And they fired the offensive co- uh, line coach, did they not? Well, that's because he did some... He took some drugs, you know. Uh, of course, though, but but that that's another thing too. Oh, yeah. There's problems there. I There's think, background. I think the problem right now is, in the off season for the Dolphins, they need to get a new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I think if Hugh Jackson's on the table, pick him up because I don't think he's going to be the Browns' coach. Yeah, there's talks that the Browns are going to keep him, but in my opinion, if because look, look at what this guy's won one game. <laughs> I mean, you got to win, yeah. man. And I don't we'll get more of the Browns in a couple minutes yeah. here, but you gotta win. Yeah, I don't you know? think I don't think Hugh is right for being a head coach. No, of I course. Think, I think his future is being an offensive coordinator. Some look, guys are look not what meant he to did, be a head coach. Look what he did for Dalton. Dalton had his best year. Best year with him, uh, by I far. I think definitely, man. I think Dalton that was a mistake be, letting letting himself go because they could have done something special. Dalton in Dalton should definitely look at getting a new offensive coordinator. And our GM, man, this dude, I I remember talking on this podcast last year about how. His feet were on the fire. You know, he was about to get the boot. But then we had that playoff, you know, we got the playoff game, mm-hmm. and his job was secure. Yep. Now, to see how the rest of this year goes for us, man, because, man, I'm telling you, being a Dolphins fan this year has been one of the toughest years. Yep. We had Tannenhill with the, with the knee, not even in a preseason game during practice. Boom, yep. he's out. Non-contact and then, injury. And even before we start the first game, we had Timmins and his, you know, mysterious, you know, who knows what the hell is up. We had to suspend him, and then you know our off you know our offensive lineman coach you know snorting a little something something, and then that got in trouble. Bye week, and then you know lost your bye week because you you know the hurricane. Yeah. So I mean that sixteen straight games you got to play been with a no tough off year, week. and then this just makes it tougher. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is the kick in the pants we need. Maybe this you know they take sometimes the less Negan, is more. Sometimes they, it's addition by subtraction. Maybe you know Gase decided to be like Negan. Use old Lucille and just crack this team's hopes for this year. Gotta see, yeah. And that's gonna be one thing. It's gonna be fun to see how, you know, the Dolphins move on without Ajayi and how Ajayi moves on without the Dolphins. Yeah. The one thing I can say about Ajayi, he's gonna come to Philadelphia, um, third in the NFL, fourth right now. They were third, fourth in the NFL right now in run offense. They can run the ball. And then after Ajayi, there's reports of Landry going to Buffalo. I mean, how stupid is this GM where yeah. you just lost... And we'll get on to Buffalo in a second, too, your, about that. Your yep. biggest piece, your biggest piece at running back you've had in a while, and then you're thinking about losing your star receiver and in the own your own division? That's just stupid, man. Yep. If anything, I want a new offensive coordinator next year, and if, man, we lose this GM, I will not bat... You know, I'm not yeah, losing any tears. personnel, things like that, that's GM's job. Oh. Uh, now, but for someone like... Why in the world did we settle on a fourth round pick? Yeah, that's that the big question. Been, the Eagles, the that Eagles fleeced you guys. Second round or first. The Eagles round. fleeced you guys. Oh, and Howie Roseman right now, he has a great relationship with Tannenbaum, the, the GM from the from the Dolphins. The Max Maxwell and Kiko and, and Maxwell and Kiko f- to move up in the first, and now this and oh well, you know, Ro- well Rosenbaum I mean, really come on, who my GM? Oh yeah, yeah, Rosenbaum. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. Uh, but you know that's that's just the way things well, go I sometimes. Well, I tell you, I tell you what though, looking at as not an Eagles fan, this is the piece they could need to go all the way yep. to the this big solidifies. One. Uh, and, and Jay's a better run, uh, running back in pass protection as well than what they had yeah. with Garrett Blum. Uh, I'm not a PFF guy. I think PFF's a joke. But the one thing I'll say that they they may have a point here. 
Ajayi, they ranked, I believe, 11th out of 44th in running back protection for, for passing. Mm-hmm. I think they rated Blunt 22nd and Wendell Smallwood 44th right. out of 44 running backs. So the one thing that shows is that, yeah, maybe he is a better running back in pass protection, and that's what they need, especially with having the left tackle, Jason Peters, go out. Mm. Uh, speaking of tackles, Dwayne Brown, tackle from the Houston Texans, gets traded to Seattle. Now, that's a huge thing for Russell Wilson. Um, they're right back in. The, oh, you yeah. know, fa- they may be the favorites for the Super Bowl right now to the NFC, even over the Eagles. Um, but they have to get the home field advantage because I don't see them yeah. going to Philadelphia and beating the Eagles Definitely. this year. That there's one thing about the link, man. If the Eagles can pick up that first overall, that first seed, and they get home field advantage, that is dangerous but because it, the link it, rocks in the playoffs. Seattle at home is dangerous too. Seattle so. at home is dangerous, and that's why I'm saying if Seattle can get that, they need to get that first. Yeah. Seeds so they get the f- first well, off the, the buy and they get home field advantage. Yeah, yep. if they're not home in a playoff game, nope. they could get bounced. And uh, the way I look at it as well with Seattle right now, you solidify a piece that you need. Dwayne Brown, you bring in. You only give up a second and a third. You give up right. for two different years. Initially, you were going to give up Jeremy Lane, the, the corner, but he failed his physical, so that reverted to a pick. Houston. They get rid of a guy that held out for quite a while, so you're getting rid of a problem guy. But remember, there was rumors of. That whole thing with the GM and his comments that he made. Yep, of course. He, I guess he decided, hey, I'm going to be, you know, the boss. Yep, and, of course. But that's stupid for him to do. Because now, you know, the offensive line that's been helping out uh, Deshaun Watson, yep. how's Watson going to do now without, they're weaker. That, without that piece right yep. there, man? That's of dangerous. Course. You don't just get rid of a left tackle. That's a commodity mm-hmm. you need. Now, Wilson obviously gets a piece. It's not going to be everything. They still mm-hmm. have no run game. They rush for three yards on the ground against uh, right. Houston. Well, like I think Seattle has to change their philosophy. I think they, they do. have to have Russell chuck it more. Chuck the ball. Yep. And that may not it work against every U- team because against Philadelphia Houston. has a bunch of ball hawks right now who are True. only getting more healthy in the cornerback position. Their backups have been playing. So if they have to face Philly and Philadelphia, like I said, that philosophy may not work. Right. And uh, the one thing with the Seahawks now – we came into the season. We were both raving about the Seahawks' defense. You made that move to go out and get Sheldon Richardson from the Jets. This defense just gave up 400 passing yards to and, a rookie in their own house. And we were saying, though, I remember I, I said with Richard Sherman, you have your top receiver. Old. He's getting old. You, you don't, I don't think you really have to worry about Sherman really you know, shutting nope. you down like he used to. Nope, he's getting old. And uh, I think that whole team, uh, Earl oh, Thomas definitely. hurt his hamstring again. He's always injured. I am not in the least bit worried about Seattle. The Eagles go up to Seattle soon. They go up to Seattle. If the, in my opinion, if the Eagles can get past this week with Denver, they're mm. not going to have a problem with Seattle. Right. Because I feel like Seattle's defense has nothing on Denver's right now. Denver yeah. is the class of the NFL when it comes to talking about defense. Them and Jacksonville right now have the two best defenses. Yeah. Philly's run defense is the best in football. But overall defenses, Jacksonville is unbelievable. Denver's unbelievable. Right. And Seattle, yeah. you know... This is going to help them get to the playoffs, maybe get that second or first seed with Dwayne Brown. I like the move. Yeah, definitely. I think a second and third round pick for a starting left tackle, still in his 20s, that is a hell of a move. And that's one that was needed because Russell Wilson's been running for his life. Yeah. And uh, now they're moving on to another trade. Um, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Well, Kelvin Benjamin. Now. Is it Buffalo Bill now? Let's talk about the backstory of this. The Panthers are a 5-3 and three team. Right in the playoff race. I tell you what, though. Very, very good team. That locker room, man, it sounds like they're, it's a toxic rumbling. place. Yeah. And in my opinion, Cam Newton has a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah. They're rumbling. That Carolina team, I've seen them play this year against the Eagles. That is a damn good team. They have a very good defense. Yeah, yeah it's a decent team. They're a good defense, yeah. and they have studs on the offense. As long as they, as 
Cam, it has to be in it. Now you go out, you're in the midst of a playoff hunt. You got the, the Saints, I'm not afraid of. If I'm any team, I'm oh, not afraid no, of Saints. Yeah. The Saints, Saints are not built for, for December and January. No way. You take the Saints outside of the comfort of the Dome, you put them up north, have to go against even like the Giants up at the Meadowlands. Or, you know, a team maybe like Chicago. Vikings. Or the Vikings. Yeah. Even Chicago, though, they can run the ball. They can run the ball in December. I don't know if they play, you know. Well, with the but Saints, what I'm saying is the Saints yeah. are not built the to play thing, in December. The only thing Saints are really doing well this year is running the ball. And Breeze's completion percentage is over 70%. But he's showing he's he's showing shades of the old man syndrome where he's yes. just aged. Yes. Well, he, his yards per game is down 40 yards. Remember... A lot of times on the podcast, I always compare Breeze to how how Breeze is right now to how Favre was towards yep. the end. He has some great games, but man, then he threw like three picks in a row. Yep, that's, that's what, what that was Favre Breeze, at the end. But, um, but back to the Calvin Benjamin. Ken, Calvin yeah. Benjamin, the Bills fleeced them. The Bills went out, got rid of Sammy Watkins this year. Yeah. Now, my personal opinion, Sammy Watkins coming into the 2014 draft may have been a better commodity than... Calvin Benjamin. Sure. Both very similar guys. Yeah. Big guys, 6'5 plus, 230 plus. Now, the Bills went out. They got rid of they got rid of Sammy Watkins, who cannot stay healthy. They trade with the Eagles to get Jordan Matthews. Hasn't been huge this year, no. but he's healthy now. He had that chest injury. They got Zay Jones. He's a pretty good rookie. And they go out now, and you bring in Calvin Benjamin in his best season yet. He's finally getting it together. And I, now Shady McCoy is resurging again. 100 and, what, 150 yards this week? I, yeah, but with Benjamin, though, I don't know if he's going to be a top guy. He's not a top guy, but he can help you in get into the playoffs. Well, yeah, it's a 5-2 and two Bills team. Yeah. If, if, that, in the AFC, who we look at this AFC playoff picture right now, yeah. and we'll get further into this. What teams are challenging the, the Bills right now, other than the Patriots and the Steelers? Oh, well, Kansas City. Okay, fair. Yeah. But, okay, so other than those three, those are the three locks. I'm sorry, I forgot about Kansas City. No disrespect to them. Three locks right now you have are going to be Pittsburgh, New England, Kansas City. And other than that, it's... Other than that, it's a, it's literally, it, it, it's a crane machine. You could just pick. Yep. Jacksonville looks solid. Oakland could still get in the playoffs if they start winning some more games. The San Diego Chargers are winning games now. Or the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm still doing that <laughs> half a year later. Everybody's doing that. The Chargers are starting to win some games. Right. You know, Denver could resurge again. They could get in the playoffs. This is the year for every team. If the Patriots don't get to the Super Bowl, a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl right. has a very good chance well, of winning a Super Bowl. Well, if if I'm the Bills right now, I think you're you're going to you're going to Tyrod Taylor and say, "All right, you're going to be our quarterback for now, and we're going to help you. We're going to give you a weapon because you know the defense. Prove is, it. You got to yes, prove, prove it this it. year, right? Because this was one of the things we thought this would be the last year for Tyrod. Yep. Now, it's going to be like Alex Smith. Prove your worth. Right. And Alex Smith's doing it. I now, think, can he do it? And if I think Tyrod Taylor, if the Bills can do it, if they can get a playoff spot, they'll probably... That's huge. I, I'm if, rooting for it. If they can do that and they can win a playoff game, I think Taylor's safe at quarterback yep, then. I agree 100%. If they win one or, playoff game... Or he's game, a hot trade commodity to a team like Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Jacksonville, they're definitely going to be in the hunt for a quarterback all season. I absolutely draft. believe so. That's a good team. Great defense. Great running oh, back. Oh, that, that, that's a great... That defense is great. All they're on the offensive side, if they can get a quarterback, maybe a couple linemen and a couple linemen, couple linemen. That's all you need. Set. But uh, and then finally, um, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. 
Now, the Cleveland Browns are trying to trade for Cincinnati Bengals backup quarterback A.J. McCarron. Mm. A.J. McCarron, you've seen a couple times last year when Dalton went down, or two years ago when Dalton went down. Yeah. He's an okay quarterback. Right. Alabama quarterback, I hate Alabama quarterbacks. I think they all suck, no matter who they are. That's a running team. Their running backs are studs. A.J. McCarron was going to get a chance to be a starter. Be like the 50th Browns running back, or quarterback, excuse <laughs> me, to start since 1999. Yeah. Well, the Cleveland Browns, you know, they were trying to get the move done and 3 o'clock hits and they're trying to get the move done. And finally, Cincinnati breaks in and says, you know what? Let's trade. They were going to give up a couple picks, so be. <sighs> Cleveland celebrating completely forgot to send in their signed copy of the trade agreement. <laughs> That's Cleveland for you. That is the Browns organization. I've been telling people. To a T. And look, I, I have no degree in economics or in business, but it is quite, as a football fan, you can see this. They need to seriously think about relocating the Cleveland Browns and starting fresh. That would be that would be where I see like if they ever go internationally to like a move New a Mexico. Team, I would move a team to St. Louis. Get them a new stadium. St. Louis again? Yeah. I would or move St. a Louis team goes, to San Diego. Yeah. San Diego would love another team. Yeah. I think they'd love you're seeing this year how good San Diego actually had it. Because mm-hmm. now the Chargers can't can't pull in dick. Right. Move it, move, move a team to Oakland after they leave. Oakland's got some of the most passionate football fans, and the Raiders are being torn right apart from true, them. True, true. Move true. a team to San Antonio, even though Jerry Jones doesn't want that to happen. But you know, like they've been always trying to get like a New Mexico team up there. That could be it. Why not? Yeah. This is this isn't the time to seriously think about considering this because this is the Browns team. Last forty five games, I believe, has two wins. It's. It's pathetic. And yeah. it, it, it's literally the worst franchise in sports in terms of development, front office, play on the field. Sam Darnold today, there was reports he said that he wanted to see where the Browns placed before he decided to, to el- rule himself eligible for the draft. That right there, if that is not fitting enough to you to say, <laughs> wow, right. you got yourself a problem. So, in my opinion, great. move the damn Browns out of Cleveland, stop the experiment, you, you know, and, and that's it. You see what the Baltimore Ravens have done since. Yeah. It's, um, whoever watches the inside the NFL, they had this uh, segment where they had, uh, like, Ray Lewis and all the other guys talk about, well, what would you do if you were the GM? And, man, Ray Lewis had a passionate speech about how, how he was, how Baltimore, when they branched off and how they you know it was new they were starting fresh and boom yeah and no one knew how football would react in baltimore they didn't have a prior team right. they had they had an af or a usfl team yeah you know but they, they didn't have an nfl team there's a big difference i tell you what man they gotta go like out of the box they gotta do like a san francisco maybe get like a lynch or like how crazy it is maybe a ray lewis because if lewis, i were them i would pair up peyton manning ray lewis Oh my God! Pair Peyton. them up as business partners. Right. Have them run the team as co GMs, not even as GMs, co GMs. Well, Ray, and get that team together because they, you would have an offensive minded guy that could bring in a quarterback and help. And then a defensive, and then you have a defensive like guy that could motivate. Ooh. Why? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't the Browns say we're going to offer you guys five million a year each? Yeah. You have the money because fans, right. are, Cleveland fans, are kind of loyal. Yeah. Just do it. If you're going to stick to Cleveland, if you don't want to get rid of Cleveland. You have all these cities that want to have NFL teams and don't have a chance because they don't want to expand. You have the Cleveland Browns who literally are not committed at all to winning. It's not like in basketball at the Philadelphia 76ers where they're trying to build by tanking. This team just flat out sucks. 
And they're not trying to get commodity pieces. They passed on Wentz. They passed on Watson. They passed on Trubisky. Then, they passed on Dak Prescott. Right. They passed on Golf. You had all these players they could have went and picked, and they just passed on all of them. And they thought that Kessler was going to be good. It's, it's the and same. they thought that Deshaun Kaiser was going to be good. You're, you're losers. Right. It's just, you know, it's the same, you know, it's the same thing with Cleveland the past almost decade almost. Cleveland um, hasn't had a legitimate quarterback since Jeff Garcia. And they kept him around one year right. before they sent him over to Detroit. And I think the best one they had was probably Hoyer. Because I think Hoyer was a good quarterback too. Hoyer since they, then Hoyer was a good quarterback. They almost because Hoyer and that Browns team almost made the playoffs that year. I remember that, but I think they just missed out that year. And they went to the playoffs. Was it with Brady right. Quinn? Two thousand seven. They went to the playoffs. Uh, pretty sure that was the year they had Quinn. No, I think that might have. I think they had Quinn, but he was injured. I'm trying to think yeah. who the quarterback was. It doesn't even matter because yeah. they just got rid of him. But now to with the Josh Gordon. Now Josh Gordon's reinstated. Reinstated as of today. Yeah. And they're saying he could play as early as November 25th. That is massive for Cleveland in terms of giving them a spark. Winning. Something. Go out and win a game. Right now, it ain't even about where your draft position is. It's just just win win a a damn game. Yeah. Win one game. I remember years ago, Dolphins were in that same spot, and all I wanted to do. 2007. All I wanted to do was them to win. You guys went 1 16. 1 15, excuse me. And they won one game, and that was it, man. That one win will just make everybody happy because yeah. they know you can at least get something done. Yeah, but that, the, phlo- the, philosophy the philosophy in that in team, the Cleveland office, is well, first off, they, they're trying to play money ball. They're so worried about accumulating picks that they could just go out and draft dumbass players that aren't going to matter. Right. They want to get these defensive ends. They get Miles Garrett this year. The Eagles rookie from pick fourteen and Derek Barnett just had two sacks. Yep, they passed right over him. And Garrett's constantly getting injured. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They went out a couple years ago. They had two first round picks in 2012. Oh, guess what? You could have taken you know other players, but you pick up a 27 year old quarterback and Brandon Whedon, a 27 year old quarterback, yeah. and you pick up a, a running back from Alabama who you ended up giving up on trading for another pick. You should this have kept is... him around a couple more years and built some offensive like, linemen. Like we said, man, this is just Cleveland. I just but, can't stand yeah. that team. I can't. All right. But, uh, yeah, moving on. So that, that was the free agent. And, look, yeah. this was a very busy free agent. Uh, excuse me, uh, trade deadline. Right. Free agent. Trade deadline. This is a great trade deadline. This is what I hope to see every year. Now, the NFL moved the trade deadline from week six, right. how it used to be, all the way up to week eight. I think that was a good thing. Yeah. And um, the reason they didn't initially want to do that was because they didn't want to become like baseball, where it's a rent-a-player system, where kind of like baseball, you can rent a player for a year um, they didn't want to do that. So I think them actually doing it, though, is a good thing. And, and now you're seeing a couple stars move. You're seeing Benjamin move and Ajayi move, and now Seattle gets a good right ta- or left tackle. And, you know, things are happening. San Francisco gets a franchise quarterback, potentially. Sure. It's like, Potent- this, this is great for the yeah. NFL. These trade deadline deals, if you have a player that's a star that you want to dump and you dump them, you're giving another team a chance while picking up commodities. Right. You're picking up picks and other players. I think that's a great thing. This was great for the league yesterday. Yeah, most definitely. Now we move on to our uh, midseason repicks for our uh, awards as an MVP and Rookie of the Year and also our playoff predictions. So we'll start off with our uh, – we'll go one-on-one. And we'll start off with the MVP of this season. Now, Chris, who would be right now your MVP? It's got to be Wentz. Wentz is, has been phenomenal these past games. Man, he, that Monday night game, it really proved to me this dude needs to get the MVP because he balled out. And, I, I mean, 
then like the other and the other only two contenders right now that I could see it would be Brady and Smith. Other than that, yep. Dark horse Russell Wilson. Dark horse. If he now yeah, mind if you, really his numbers. If you take away his last game, his numbers not that good. But if yeah, if he really starts, if he goes. Like, but uh, of course, ago, Alex Smith, yeah. no t- no interceptions. Tom Brady's lighting it up. Is on pace for five thousand yards. Right. Carson Wentz though, he gives you everything. Right now, my MVP pick as well, not being a homer, but I'd say Carson Wentz. Hey, tell just, me why I'm the wrong. Numbers, the numbers. Carson Wentz this season, number one in touchdowns, number two in quarterback rushing yards. All these quarterback, all these people from other teams are say, oh, well, you know, my quarterback can run. Well, guess what? My quarterback can run too. Wentz may not have rushing touchdowns, but he has rushing yards, over 200 of them. Now, he's playing without his left tackle, and everybody was worried, oh, well, last year without Lane Johnson at the right tackle, he started to regress. That's okay. He was a rookie quarterback. The weapons sucked. He lost one of his best offensive linemen. He just played the he just played this week against the, the sure the 49ers, but the 49ers are getting pressure. I think I believe they're seventh in the league in pressure. You gotta see how he does against Denver. Denver's gonna be a massive test. Yeah. But he's had tests. He's yeah, played but, Carolina on a four day rest in Carolina. Yeah, but this is this is the this Denver is a huge defense. test. And I don't expect the numbers to be high this week. I expect under two hundred pass yards for the first time this season for Wentz. I expect yeah, maybe I one touchdown. You know, but the the thing I'm going to say with Wentz is, he's first in touchdowns, he's third in yards behind Alex Smith and Tom Brady. You know, he's second in, in quarterback rush yards. He only has five interceptions. He's on pace for 38 touchdowns, 10 picks. That is phenomenal for a second-year quarterback. And by the way, the whole Dak Wentz thing, <laughs> that's in the dumpster way off in some other country. That's gone. There ain't no comparison. This kid... Second year quarterback from a Division two school, twenty four years old. That's my MVP, and I, of course, want to see what he does this week against Denver. This could be a huge test, and like I said, I don't expect big numbers. But man, if he, has I expect a couple interceptions. He, I'm going to say two interceptions for once this week. I'll go interception and he uh, fumble. I think, man, if if he can have some great numbers against de- uh, against that Denver defense, then just that give locks him the it MV- up. Just give him the MVP that locks right it up then because and there. the rest of the year he's facing. You know, subpar defenses. He faces Dallas twice. Right. The Giants' defense this year is one of the worst in football. They had to face them. Chicago has an okay defense. They got to face them yet. It's just like he doesn't face another really, really good Denver-like or Kansas City-like. Well, Kansas City's run defense is alright, but like another Carolina defense. This is gonna be an easier schedule going up for the defenses. Yep. He's gonna get it done. This is the big test. If they beat Denver this week, I firmly believe this is a team that will not only get the number one seed this year, but has a chance to get to that NFC Championship game. Okay. Now let's move on to our Rookie of the Year selection. We both selected Kareem Hunt. Right. Running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Still has been a great season. Huge season. On pace for almost 2,000 yards total. Mm-hmm. Chris, as of right now, who would be your Rookie of the Year? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's just man. he's just blowing it up. I mean, Kareem Hunt, these last couple of games, he's kind of... He's fallen off the bus he's a bit. Slowed, he's, he's slowed, slowed it down. down. Still doing good, but, but slowed down. Deshaun Watson's just been, especially that game last week, oh, blew it up. Against the, yeah. the Legion of whom. Yeah. It's I definitely, right now, Deshaun Watson, I think he's almost got it in the back. I love what I see almost. from Deshaun Watson. I agree 100%. Deshaun Watson is going to run away with this. Kid's got 19 touchdowns, exactly the same amount as Carson Wentz does. Um, one less game. Right. This kid is killing it right now. Um, the thing with, with him is, he's a pure gunslinger. He's, his interception numbers are a little high. I believe he's on pace for 18 interceptions. That's a lot. He's got to bring that number down. Yeah. And I believe he will. It's a rookie, though. It's a rookie. Once had a little bit of interceptions in his first year, it's, and he's cleaning yeah. it up this year. With Deshaun Watson, what I like that you cannot teach, 
the intangibles. He's got balls. He's not afraid to toss it. I love that. He has a cannon. He yeah. showed that against Kansas City. His mindset against that Seattle is that's when you go up to Seattle wild. with how good their defense has been for the past half decade right. as a rookie, and you put those numbers up. I have respect for you. Yeah, that young man is going somewhere in this league. The, I right now have him as a top twelve quarterback, overall quarterback. I have him top. Oh yeah, twelve. Yeah, definitely. I he's would have him top, as a top twelve yeah, quarterback right now. Yeah, I would say he's not top ten, but he's top twelve. Yeah, and rookie of the year, I think right now he's running away with it. Kareem Hunt, no respect, disrespect to Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great running back. I think he's going to be great for many years. But you, in order to win these awards week in and week out, you have to come to work every week. Right. Now, coach of the year. Beginning of the season, I'm not sure who we picked. I, I'm trying to think of who we picked for coach of the year. The I, I year. think we Andy Reid. I think we both picked Andy Reid. I Andy think you're Reed, right. Yeah. Who would be your coach of the year after this moment? After man, you know, well, it's not Reed. I, I would wouldn't have, say Reed. I think Reed fell off a bit. Reed, yeah, just a little bit. I would have to go. Uh, oh man, what else? Probably uh, the Rams coach right now. Oh, Sean McVay. Yeah, Maybe Sean, Sean McVay's McVay. been very good. Yeah. Okay. And, and what would be your reasoning? What What do you see so far from McVay? You weren't on the golf cart earlier in the season. I mean, yeah, I'm not fully on, but he's changed. I'm a bit off the golf cart because he's reg- he and it hasn't regressed, but the numbers haven't been spectacular exactly. lately. I, but you know what? He's changed that philosophy in that in that locker room. Yep. You know they're winning right now. Yeah. Whatever Fisher had, it's he totally wiped it away. They're winning. He's got golf believing in himself. Yep. Agree. That defense is great. You know. And they almost beat Seattle. Yep. It's, you know. Yeah, I, the Rams have it going. And, they, um, they face the Giants this week in the Meadowlands. That could be a blowout. And then, like, if I would have to go a second choice, it would be McDermott and Buffalo. Because okay. no one saw th- this record for Buffalo. My coach of the year picks. I'm going to say two because you said two. My number one coach, not to be a homer, but Doug Peterson. You come into the season, people were talking about, at least in the Philly standpoint, People were asking the press, you know, Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, had his, his preseason, you know, season look, right. you know, interview. And they were asking him, you know, what happens if Peterson doesn't improve? What happens if the Eagles are 7-9? and nine? And he says he's going to have to reevaluate the coach. He may have to make a move at coach. You see this thing with Peterson. Going into the season, Michael Lombardi used to be on the NFL Network straight outside. He was the most underqualified coach he's ever seen. Well, motivation. You see yeah. his pre- his post-game locker room speeches. This guy has it. The players love him. They're going out and winning. This is the Eagles defense that is missing stars. The, uh, Jordan Hicks, their best linebacker, their quarterback of their defense is out. They're missing their top two corners in Darby and Jones. Darby this, coming back soon. Darby will come back, but he's missed the entire season except for two quarters of the Redskins game. This is a team that was I was in the beginning of the season saying 7-9, 8-8. No better, no worse. Yeah. And then I remember, because I was like, you know what? You got a pretty decent coach in, in Doug right there. And you were like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, not, I And that's how I gonna... was. I'm just yeah. like, I, I got to see more. And now you go into this season, and you see what he's done. The play calling has been spectacular. He's committing to the run. They're fourth in the league in running. So it's not just Carson Wentz that's doing it. Carson Wentz has – him and Frank Reich have made Carson Wentz and John Filippo have made Carson Wentz into a machine this year. This kid, people don't realize, unless you watch him week to week, from a non-biased perspective, this kid is magical. Yeah. And I think what? He's basically letting Jim Schwartz Jim Schwartz is controlling the defense. defense. And it's been great. Yeah. 
they have had so many players come in that have had to do make work, makeshift work, and they're just getting the job done. They're winning games. This Eagles team, 12 straight games of 20-plus 20, 20 points and six straight games of 25-plus points. Those are both the longest streaks in the NFL currently. That just doesn't happen with a second-year quarterback. Offensive line's banged up, and your defense is all banged up. He's getting the job done, and I'm going to say right now, honestly, not being a homer, but Doug Peterson, that's your coach of the year. Now, if I had a second pick for coach of the year, I'm not even going to say McVay because we knew what the Rams had as a defensive standpoint. They yeah. got rid of, uh, of a coach because he was known for going 8-8. Eight and eight. Average team needs a little bit of boost, can be a playoff team. Sean McDermott up in Buffalo. Yeah. At the beginning of the season, we sat on this podcast right here in our very seats and said, this is, I said it at least, the Jets and the Bills are both in tank mode. This is going to be the race for the first overall pick. But I told you, because you were like, but I was telling you with the Bills, I don't think they were in tank mode. I think the Bills not. were in dumping shitty player mode. Now, Ronald Darby has looked good in what I've seen him with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That may be a move of philosophy. They drafted him under a different defensive coordinator. He doesn't fit their scheme. That's okay. And then... And then with Buffalo, they lose like a Darby, which he was great in that Buffalo defense, and they're still a good they're defense. They're still stacking up. They're one of the best defenses yeah. in football. And the one thing I'll say, they got rid of Watkins, A, because the injuries, too, because they basically could have taken Odell Beckham Jr. over him, and they didn't. Right. He was a bust. They got rid of some of these guys. They brought in some commodities. They got EJ Gaines, a safety from uh, the Rams. They brought in Jordan Matthews from the Eagles. These guys haven't been massive. Jordan Matthews hasn't been massive, but they're getting the job done, and they're bringing in draft picks, and they finally bring in Kelvin Benjamin, who I think is going to be the underdog story of the year. I have high hopes for him. This Buffalo team may not be able to go to the Super Bowl, and they may not win a playoff game. Right. This is a playoff team. Yeah. They are tough to play. Especially at home. And they have a leader in Shady McCoy, who's so thirsty for victory. He had all those years in Philly... Where they didn't win a playoff game. His entire career in Philly, they didn't win a playoff game. And they had great teams in Philly. Great offenses. And he didn't get it done. He's so thirsty to win, finally. And he's going to do it. I just, I have them in the playoffs. And 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 I got to give it to McDermott. He is leading that team. It's another Andy Reid prodigy. The two I picked are Andy Reid prodigies. They're, they're Andy Reid's yep. kids. And they're both getting the job done. And I, I'm proud of both of them. I'm proud of McDermott. Because I seen what he did with that defense in Carolina in 2015, and I just knew he had it. I just knew he had it. Right. I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, now, let's do our comeback player of the year. <sighs> comeback player of the year. Uh, man. Can I go first? Yeah, go what first. What do you think? Yeah. Alex Smith. No questions asked. Alex Smith. They drafted another quarterback this offseason, Patrick Mahomes, who I think will be a good quarterback when he gets his chance. They basically told Alex Smith, do or die, bitch. Do or die. Great words of Hugh Douglas. Do or die. And guess what? He's doing. He's doing. Yes. Second in league in yards. Yeah. What? This is a quarterback that San Francisco got rid of because they had to use a gadget quarterback that was a gimmick. They had to use a guy who could run. Couldn't really pass that well. Kaepernick really never passed that well, but he could run. And it was flashy, and it was fancy. And guess what? It's part of the reason why Jim Harbaugh was out of San Francisco faster than he should have been. <laughs> Alex Smith, I've always been a fan. I loved Alex Smith in the 49ers. I love Alex Smith now. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league because well, he's just cool, yeah. calm, and collected. I mean, this year, Alex Smith has he to... He is going 
nuts this year. Yeah. And he has to get the job done this year. Yeah. You have to get it. You had the perfect opportunity. Sure. Okay. You lost a couple games, but you beat the Patriots. And that's the biggest thing you could have done all season. And then you, you want to... You, you beat the beat Eagles. Denver. You beat the Eagles. And they... And, and you beat Denver. You beat Denver. Sure, you lost to Oakland. But you lost to Oakland in the game that you should have won because, well, first off... There was a push off on a touchdown that was given to Oakland. There should have been a pass interference, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about could have, would have, should have. All I know is this is a team that is one pass interference should have been away from being yeah. a one loss team. They lost to Pittsburgh. That was their one, in my opinion, true loss. They looked like shit that day. Okay, they looked bad. But every team gets every team has that week. Right. New England had it week one. Uh, who if, do you have as your? Who do you have as yours? I would have to agree with you on Alex Smith. He's really. This has been his probably his best year. Statistically, he's, he's an MVP candidate. Yeah. Right now, honestly, I he may be the MVP over Wentz. He may be. Uh, Zero interceptions. If you'd have to rank, I go Wentz right now, Smith and Brady. Yep. I. That's, you know what? Okay. But he's right there with Wentz. He's right. He's right there with Wentz. He's a good right, quarterback. Yeah. And you got to think with him too. Going into the season, he lost a starting running back. You didn't know what was going to happen. They they lost their starting running back. Oh yeah. Well, no, well they the lost defense. Ware. Oh yeah, yeah. They lost right. Spencer that's Ware. Right, that's right. So so you didn't know Kareem Hunt was going to do what he's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and and, and the defense right now in in Kansas City is one of the worst in pass coverage. They're yeah. giving up almost more passing yards than anybody else in football. It's a shame, man, because if Barry was, Barry if Eric, was there, it would be a top five. If Eric Barry was there, yeah. That shows you that sometimes one player can make a team. Mm-hmm. But Alex Smith, man. He's getting the damn job done. And I want to see Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I really do. I just want to see Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I always like the Chiefs. And I want, you know what I would love? And and, and I'm not going to say the Eagles are going to make the Super Bowl. I'd be proud just with one playoff win. That's that's my goal this year. But if I could see the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I'm going to know one thing at the end of the day. Oh, my God. Either the Eagles get their first or Andy Reid gets his first. This, man, that's story- I would be so happy either way. Oh, my God. The storyline going into that... You can't. That would you be can't a Hollywood script, script. That's a oh Hollywood script. Oh. It's beautiful. Oh, how bittersweet that would be, man. For both sides. Oh. And Eagles fans, even if they were to lose that, you have to be happy for the coach that got you those chances so many times. Oh man, talk about a double-edged sword, man. Ooh, that would be. That would be something. And that could say. happen this year. It it's it a, could happen. It's both a, teams are winning. Definitely, there's a really good shot of that. So. Happening. Yeah, that's our that's our our predictions for our midseason awards. Now let's talk about our midseason playoffs. This is where things get a little shaky. A lot of teams in this league right now are average. But if yeah. I had to give my picks this season, I'm gonna put number one seed. In the, we're gonna start at the NFC. Number one seed Philadelphia. Number two seed Seattle Seahawks. Number three seed the Minnesota Vikings. The number four seed New Orleans Saints. I do have them there, just because of Carolina trading Benjamin. I just don't think that. Carolina has enough, and I am not impressed with the with the Falcons at all. Mm. Now, number six seed or number five seed in the playoffs, I'm gonna have to give it to the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are gonna win some games even without Zeke. It's gonna happen. They got they got they they got a hard schedule but a light schedule at the same time. Number sixteen, I'm gonna give to the Rams. I think the Rams are gonna start losing some games, but I think the Rams will get there. Now, who do I think is going to be in the Super Bowl this season? Oh, for the NFC. For the NFC? Man. I know who I want to say. But I don't want to say them because I don't want to be a homer. Let's just put it this way. If things go the way I just put them, where the Eagles are the first seed, 
The Philadelphia Eagles will be your NFC champion. Okay. If the Eagles do not get the first seed and Seattle gets it, they will be your NFC champion. One of those teams, in my opinion, they're the best two teams in that conference, and it's not even close. All right, so for right now, you're saying your representative for the NFC side would be Seattle? Would be Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia? Would okay. be Philadelphia okay, okay, because okay. I have them at the number one seed. Okay, okay. But like I said, that's only if they get that number one seed. If they slip to the number two, even the number three, which I don't see happening, they will not make the Super Bowl. Okay. And I'm going on this show today and saying they, I guarantee if they do not have that first seed, they will not be in the Super Bowl. But I'm not going to guarantee if they have it, they're going to be in the Super Bowl. I'm just saying I think if they have it, they will go to the Super Bowl. Now for the AFC side, switch things around. My number one seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're catching flame at the right time. Juju. Brown. Yeah. yeah. Bell. you got the killer beast still. And Juju. Yeah. Well, well, come on. Now my number two seed, New England Patriots. My number three seed, the Kansas City Chiefs. My number four seed, Houston Texans. Been saying the Texans since the beginning of the year. You, ta- you took the Titans, I took the Texans. Yeah. I yeah. told you. Yeah. The Texans were going to be in the playoffs. Now, my wild card teams. My fifth seed, the Buffalo Bills. Love what they're doing. My number six seed, baby. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. My number six seed right now, I'm going to say they're going to catch fire before the end of the year. Oakland. I'm going to say they're going to catch fire. Now, my Super Bowl representative for the AFC, if it goes down to this, I'm going to say the AFC Championship game is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs at Pittsburgh. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to get their butts whooped. On national TV, the Chiefs are going to come out. They already seen them in the first game, and the Chiefs are getting revenge. I just don't like Pittsburgh against Kansas City again. I just think that Kansas City will get the job done the second time. So my Super Bowl prediction this year will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's my Super Bowl prediction at this moment, and I'll likely be wrong. And that only happens if the Eagles get the first seed. Otherwise, like I said, Seattle and Kansas City. And it's not even going to be close. Seattle will whoop the shit out of Philadelphia if they have to go to Seattle in the playoffs. That's Russell Wilson's home in the playoffs. Tested. Game tested. Years and years of game tested. That's like New England almost without all the titles. Mm. But that's my my, my prediction. And I'm not going to give a score for the prediction for the Super Bowl because it's a conflict of interest. Right. So I'm going to need you to do what you do. Okay. All right. So I'll go on the NFC side. One is going to be the Eagles. Two is going to be Seattle. Uh, let's see, three, would be three, uh, three, uh, I'm, I'll go Vikings. Vikings, that's what I want, yep. Uh, let's see, who's going to be four? Got an NFC South team. NFC South. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it's, I'll go, uh, the Falcons. Okay. Think Matty Ice is going to catch one? I think so, yeah. Second half, the, you know. Yep, that's fine. All right, and then, um. Wild card teams. Wild card teams. I'm going Rams, and then, let's see, who's going to get that last? Cowboys. Yep. So you have the same teams as I do. Yeah, just in different order. Who will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? NFC, dude, this year it's got to be the Eagles. 
This is the year. From the outside, and you're not even being biased towards From me being the outside, and if you, I'm looking at all the teams right now, Eagles have the best chance. Now, if the Packers were healthy, you had Rodgers, it would be split between Of course, the Eagles. Eagles called a break right. this year so this, far. Yeah, definitely. And especially with all the Zeke drama and stuff like that, this is the year where the Eagles have to do it. Yep. And at least, you know, go to the Super Bowl. All right, now we're going to the AFC, AFC side. AFC side. Yep. One, I'll go in New England. Two, I'll go... Pittsburgh, three, I'm going Kansas City. And then, uh, see, the AFC South, I'll go Houston. Okay. And then... Uh, wild card. Wild cards. You know what? I'm going to go Buffalo and Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That was my... That was... I was going to pick Jacksonville if I didn't take it. I think Jacks... You know, the reason why Jacksonville is going to make it is because of their defense. And their run game. And they the got run. what you yeah. need to go far in the playoffs. Run game and defense. Right. I agree. Now, who will win the AFC? To represent the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, uh, New England, man. New England? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you think it's going to be a rematch of Super Bowl 39? Yeah. I now, think... yeah. without any ado, who is winning the Super Bowl and what is the score? Oh, man. I, I need you to say it. Me to say it. But d- don't be biased towards me. Tell me who you think is winning it. You know, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be close, but I'll go like man, thirty six to like thirty New England. Okay, so you have New England beating the Eagles yeah. in the Super Bowl. And um, for the for the NFC Championship game, I forgot to say it, it'll be like I'm saying Eagles, and then like Seattle on the AFC side, I'll go New England, man, and probably Pittsburgh again. So matchups of number one and number two seeds. Yeah. I agree, and that's the thing with this season. The best teams are far away from but everything really, else. In honesty, though, in all honesty... Anything can happen, though. I, I was watching um, the Sunday night game with Pittsburgh and Detroit. And Pittsburgh, they're still a good team, but, man, they should have been blowing out Detroit. Yeah, I agree. Detroit's not that good of a team. Beginning of the season, I was saying Detroit was real. Not yeah. so much. And we had Matt Stafford talking about MVP, MVP pick in their early season. So I think, you know what, for Detroit, I think it was wrong for them to give uh, Jim Caldwell the extension right there. Yep. They should have waited how the, se- how the season played out. They should have, absolutely. Well, let's move on to our third and three segment. All right, three questions here. Question numero one. All right, first question. Who's going to be the first coach fired from the NFL? First coach fired? Yep. I believe it will be Hugh Jackson. Um, Who would be the second? Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo? I would probably, for me, I'd go Hugh Jackson and then probably uh, Marvin Lewis if he doesn't retire. Yeah. Or if it's not Marvin, give me a Colts uh, coach. Jeez. Oh, Pagano. Pagano. You know what? I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch. I, you know, I forget about Pagano all the time. You're right. I would say Pagano because I just think that's it. It's done. And, you know, I, it's just done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, with, with my reasoning for taking McAdoo, Two players, defensive backs, have been suspended indefinitely this season by the Giants. There is problems in that clubhouse. Yeah, You don't see regression like you've seen this season. That right there is coaching. I don't care about, oh, well, you know, OBJ went down and, you know, Brandon Marshall went down. Look, I told you beginning of the season, Brandon Marshall wasn't doing shit in New York. Right. I, tried to, I should have listened to you two years ago when you were trying to tell me that Brandon Marshall was a bum. I should have listened to you, but I didn't. So, that, that answers that question. I, I think Hugh Jackson because I just think Cleveland is stupid. Yeah. They, they, they're not going to give him another third year, I think, this year. All right. Question two. 
this rookie class this year, mm-hmm. is is this going to be a top five rookie class all time? Because look, this rookie <sighs> class this year has been so impressive to see. Juju, Hunt, uh, who else? Watson. Watson, uh, Trubisky yep. at times. Uh, man, there's just so many. Yeah, I mean, top five all time. I mean, I know 99 was pretty good. Um, 2004, you had three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. 2014, a bunch of good receivers. Um, all time, 84 was probably the best of all yeah. time. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No? I'm going to say no. I t- but I would say probably top 10, but okay. top five, no, because I think automatically you have to put 84, 04, and I would I would even say last year. Last year was a hell of a draft class. But you have to agree, this year it's just been so impressive to see it, it, to see what the rookies are doing there, already. Yeah. To go in day one and just do. I mean, from day one, Watson's looked great. Mm-hmm. From day one, Hunt's Kareem looked Hunt's looked great. I mean, from snap number two, Kareem Hunt's looked great. And who knows if Trubisky would have started? Patrick the Mahomes year. looks like he's going to be a stud. How? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can agree. They're a top ten a draft class of all time, but top five. I would put them outside of the top five. Okay. All right. Then the last question. Best and worst commentary team in the NFL right now? Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, have a little fun with this one. Okay. Well, the worst, I'm going to say, is Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I agree um, with you And I 100%. hate both of them. I hate both of them. I think Al Michaels was carried along you know what? by John Madden. I want, if I'm, if I'm NBC, get Collinsworth out of there and put uh, Tarico in there, Mike Tarico. Yep. So I mean that, or make it a three man booth next year, man. Because Tarika was great that one, um, the Saturday night game with the Jets and yep. Dolphins, man. Tarika should definitely be in the booth. And my favorite, I would say, is I don't know who he's with, but Charles Davis. Oh yeah, I like listening to Charles Davis. I think he's very pro good. and college level. Yeah, he puts so I much think passion. Charles Davis is great. I like listening to Mayock, Mike Mayock, on the Eagles preseason games. I think he should get into national, uh, sports casting, but. I, I gotta go, Charles Davis. I, thought, I just he has a great voice. Wasn't Mayock like uh, he did a couple Thursday games last year? I think he did a couple. He did a Monday night game on yeah. the first week when they had a late game out in California. But yeah, I would definitely say whoever's with Charles Davis. I can't remember. Um, outside of that, you know, it's funny. I've always liked Dick Stockton too. I really Dar- have. I've always, I've always liked him. Daryl Johnson's good. The Moose. Daryl Johnson's good. Yep, Moose and he's good. with Dick Stockton. Yeah, yeah. So then let. How do you feel about Tony Romo as a commentator? I think he, I think he's annoying as shit. I, I kind of like I, him though. I think been... he's good at the job. I think yeah. he needs to shut up a little bit though. I think I I, it's his I first think he year. just needs I to mean... to calm down and he doesn't need to let me know everything that's going to happen because but I already know right. what's going to happen. He gets before. it right though. Well, he does. Yeah, but it's, it's not because like he's with... fresh off of being a quarterback and he understands what's right. going on in the league. Yeah, I mean, my he... thing with Romo. Yeah, my problem one. <laughs> He just overanalyzes at times. True. He overanalyzes. He gives you Gruden, but he's not as much of a dipshit about it. Oh. Gruden loves everybody. He's oh. like Collinsworth. Collinsworth's like, oh well, you oh. know what I like about this guy. You know what I like about this guy. And you know what? And the, Shut up. And like, the one that Gruden's with, the the bolt headed guy, man, he is dull as. Yeah, I can't stand him on Monday night. Oh, he's awful. He bores me. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, no, Romo is okay. I think Romo's going to be a better announcer than he was a quarterback, and I thought he was a fine quarterback. I just stop overanalyzing. You don't have to tell me everything that's going to happen. Yeah, but I definitely... But I think he's good. I, I definitely I would like give him, him this Thursday year his grade. Yeah. I would give an 8.5 out of 
10. Yeah. I think he would be the best in the league if he didn't overanalyze. All right. So, and then, uh, yeah, let's move on with our picks for the week. So we're going to start off with tomorrow night's game. We've got the Jets hosting the Bills. Could be a good one. Could be a great one. I have the Bills winning this one 24-10, and I think that you're going to see a heavy dose of Shady McCoy again. I'm going 17-13 Bills. Okay, I like that prediction. Uh, Titans hosting Baltimore. I have Baltimore winning this. I'm not impressed with Houston or with excuse me Tennessee at all. Uh, Mariota, awful third year. He's been awful this year. He's 27th in passing, low amount of touchdowns, threw more picks already than he yeah. threw his second season. I just I'm done with him. Um, I'm gonna say Baltimore wins this one, low scoring, 17-7. I'm gonna go uh, uh, 20. Give me like 2013 Ravens. Okay. I mean, um, I think Corey Davis. I think he's gonna play in this game. I think he's finally healthy. Yep. This, be interested to see what uh, Mariota Mariota does with Davis in there. But yeah, I think man, if Baltimore Baltimore's definitely got momentum now. If they could beat the Titans, maybe they change it around. I don't know. Bucks uh, going to the Saints. Um, I actually have an upset. This is my upset of the week. I have the Bucks beating the Saints. Um, and I have. Um, Mike Evans just going off this week. You got to... Oh, uh, and, and as far as score, I'll say 27-17 uh, Bucks are going to do this. I'm going to go... Uh, give me like 30... 30 to 23... Uh, probably the Saints. I think Breeze, you know, with a late touchdown or he gives it to one of the running backs to wins it. Okay. Because, man, um, the, Bucks, it's the Bucks... The Bucks are the huge upset ever of the since, year. Ever since that New England loss... That team is they've been, they've down been the toilet. Down the toilet, exactly. Uh, Rams going to the Giants. Um, this one, I have upset alert on this one. And and, and the only Whoa. reason I'm saying this... Are is, you off the cough card? No, no, no. The reason <laughs> I'm saying this is is because West Coast teams coming over to the East Coast, that's hard. You take That's a 10-30 game for them, basically. A 10 o'clock game for them, excuse me, because a game starts at 1 o'clock. So that's a morning game for them. I just think the Giants are going to do enough to try to make a mark on the Rams. The Giants beat up the Rams last year. Now, I know that's last year. You can't compare, but they did beat them last year with majority of the same roster. I have the Rams losing this 17-14. Very close game, low scoring, and Giants defense, watch for a couple picks by Landon Collins. I'm going to go 30-17, the Rams. Okay. Uh, Giants, that defense is going to tear Eli up. Think I think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, it definitely could happen. Uh, Eagles hosting the Broncos. Um, I have I have the Eagles winning this. Uh, Osweiler's coming back. The Eagles are going to haunt Osweiler all day, in my opinion. Um, Emmanuel Sanders should be back, so that should help them out a little bit. It's going to be low scoring, but I have the Eagles getting their quota of 20 points. I have 21-14 to 14 Eagles. I'll go, like, uh, give me, like, 16-10 to 10 Eagles. I like it. Uh, Panthers hosting the Falcons. Um... Panthers are gonna are gonna lose this week. Falcons are gonna go to four and three. I had the Falcons winning this one 27-20. And uh watch for, for the first good game of the season by Matt Ryan. I'll go I think this one's gonna be close. Give me like 26-23, last minute field goal, Falcons win. I like it. Jaguars hosting the Bengals. This is the game that the Jags make themselves known throughout the league. Uh that one o'clock game Sunday. I think the Jags are gonna win forty four to ten. I'm saying big win. I'm saying Fournette yeah. all day. I'm going to go... Give me, uh... Like, 24... 24, like, 21 uh, Jags. I like it. So we were on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think 
that that Jags defense is going to give Dalton some struggles. But then I think it'd be interesting to see what Mixon does against this Jags defense. Because I think they're finally giving him the ball. Yep. The Jags have a good run defense, though. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Texans hosting the Colts. Another blowout. I have 37-17 Texans. Uh, another four-game or four-touchdown game, I think, is coming for Deshaun Watson. I'll go 30-10 uh, Texans. Uh, 49ers hosting the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals, I think, are going to win this. Uh, just, you know, 49ers, their quarterback now, uh, Bethard knows. Uh, is that how you pronounce his name? I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. He knows now he's Who not. Cares? He's yeah. he's only he's on a time <laughs> yeah. clock. So He's got um, a history of being the backup. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, this first game without Carson Palmer for them, I'm going to say 13-12. to One-point game, lots of field goals from the 49ers, and the Cardinals are going to win. I'll go... Give me like twelve, no, no, no. Give me thirteen to ten, San Francisco. Got San Fran pulling it out. I okay. think San Fran finally. It could happen. The Cardinals are all banged up. You know what? Niners have been playing tough the whole year. They haven't been really. Yeah, good. I mean, they even even though they got yeah. blown out by the Eagles, they played tough. Exactly. I'll give them that. Yeah, I think they finally get their first win. And man, Arizona. It'll be interesting to see how that team is next year. That might be a whole. That might new be a team. team that that's the Browns. They might be. Uh, Seahawks hosting the Redskins. I mean, look. <laughs> Seahawks going to win this game. It's going to be 23-10. I agree, 23-10, Seahawks. I like it. Cowboys hosting the Chiefs. Uh, I have the Chiefs winning this one, 28-24. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to go, give me like uh, 31-28 Chiefs in overtime. I like it. Um, I just don't see how the Chiefs lose this game. Yeah. They well, know they I need th- to win. They know they need to win. Yeah. Especially... That's true. There's, they know they need to win in Dallas right now. Too many distractions. You know what? There's, there's no Zeke. Forget overtime. Well, I think th- we don't know yet. There may be Zeke. Well, yeah. If Zeke's in there, then... If Zeke's in there, it doesn't even matter, in my opinion. I think if Zeke's in there, I think this thing's going to get close and it'll go into overtime. Uh, Dolphins, Raiders. <laughs> I have the Dolphins winning this. Dolphins are going to win this because I've seen this so many times where... You're like, wow, they made that move to get rid of that player, and the team comes out and plays great. It's refreshing. It's like you, it's like you pull out the Nintendo cartridge, you blow some air in it, you put it back in, and it works. Yeah. I have the Dolphins winning this 24 to 15. I'll go... I'll go like 24-20 Dolphins. And like a great coach once said, winning is the best deodorant. So I like it. And Packers hosting the Lions Monday Night Football. I had the Lions winning. Aaron Rodgers is out again, obviously. He's out for most of the season. I'm bummed about that because I like to see the Packers win. But um, I had the Lions winning in Lambeau by three points, 17-14. I got this one. Give me, man, six, like 16-13 Packers. I think they could beat Detroit. Take it. Definitely could happen. I think Huntley could finally get his first win. I hope it happens, actually. But other than that, though, guys, that's uh, yeah. that's all we got today for you. Uh, we're the Four Downs Podcast with Sean and Chris. Yeah. Um, you can find us at our Twitter page, The Four Downs. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We have a group and a page to search Four Downs, and you'll find us, our logo. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, I didn't do the power rankings this week. No. Nah. On the blog. I should have done uh, We'll have it next. We'll have it next, next week. Time. Yeah. 
Um, but other than that, guys, we should be back next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll definitely be back next Wednesday uh, with the next episode, episode eight of the podcast. Uh, any questions, concerns, you have anything that you want us to ask on the podcast or answer on the podcast, uh, just you know, hit us up. And uh, other than that, guys, look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great night.